Tomorrow night, Samari Stoudemire going into the Ring of Honor. There are 11 games above 500, 23 left to play down the home stretch. Here to talk Phoenix Suns and NBA with us is a senior NBA writer for The Athletic, Sam Amick, who joins us here on Bickley and Murata Morning. Sam, thanks for coming back on the show. We appreciate it. You got it. Good morning, guys. Thanks for having me. Um, the Suns are kind of an interesting study. They have been all season long. They haven't had uh, full health. A lot of teams can make that claim. But here they are, 11 games above five they They're in the fifth seed in the Western Conference right now. I'd love to get your perspective on what you're seeing uh, at this point and, and how equipped do you think they are to make a deep playoff run? I mean, it's funny because with everything they've been through, uh, you know, I think it could be a lot worse. The idea of being... 11 games over 500, like you said, with, you know, I think at this point, Beal is in the neighborhood of, of having missed around 30 games. Uh-huh. You know, that's just a, a massive loss. That's not the plan that they went into this season with. Yet, you know, you look up and, you know, I'm looking at the standings here. I mean, you know, they're within striking distance of getting home court in the first round if they were able to have a strong finish. And the Clippers haven't been playing as well of late. So, you know, I think that's actually a doable thing for them. So um, it's still underwhelming from the standpoint of because we haven't seen those three guys together on a consistent basis, it it hasn't popped like we thought it would. But in in this loaded West where, you know, parity abounds and and really it's going to come down to who's healthy when the postseason arrives, you know, I think they're, they're, you know, it could be a lot worse. Yeah, I agree with that. I think there's also some flaws in this program right now that I wonder what they're going to look like when you get in the best of scenario against teams. For those who don't know, what kind of challenges um, uh, face teams when they transition from regular season basketball to these best of series where there's a lot of adjustments and, and strategery going on? Yeah, I mean, the the defensive side of the ball, you know, obviously things change. It's funny, you know, recently I've had a lot of conversations with people about the officiating in general and the idea that, uh, you know, and I guess within that discussion is, is the reality that, that uh, agree or not, the whistle changes a, a fair amount in the playoff. Mm-hmm. And, it, it you know, everybody hunkers down and it's a little bit closer to 80s, 90s style defense and basketball and, and so the question with the Suns is, from a size standpoint, obviously, how do they match up? Can they survive with some of the deficiencies they have uh, on that end of the floor? And then, you know, offensively, I think they're, if healthy, again, the major qualifier, you know, they're, they're pretty well equipped to be a dangerous offensive team because ISO basketball becomes even more important in the playoffs. Uh, you're going to run your stuff for a lot of the game, but the last couple of minutes, mm-hmm. it, it, a lot of times comes down to, to who can get you a bucket. And those three guys, especially Devin and Kevin, um, are just on the short list of giving the ball and, and let them cook. Uh, so, you know, I, it's one of those things, guys, where am I handicapping them to do what they set out to do and win the title? No. But um, I think they're going to be a tough out, and, and I'm kind of dying to see what that looks like. Sam Amick, senior NBA writer for The Athletic, joins us here on the Arizona Sports Line. You, you mentioned uh, previously, Sam, uh, full health. Uh, let's play – Let's play in fantasy land for a little bit. Let's assume full health for every Western Conference playoff team. If that's the case, is it Denver head and shoulders above everybody else, in your opinion? I, I don't think so. I mean, I, I probably take them by a nose. Um, you know, I, I, I have, you know, fresh on my mind what they did in the playoff last year, and and it was a pretty dominant championship run, all things considered. And so Joker and Jamal Murray – uh, remain, although Jamal's injury last night really didn't look good. Um, but like you said, full health, 
if that's the premise here. Uh, I've got Denver by a nose. Um, and then what's so unique about this season is that there's legitimately nobody, no team at all, that that I think can claim to have the the kind of the chemistry and longevity factor on their side anymore because the Warriors had that forever, right? But but what the Warriors are right now, and obviously they're way down in the standings, but what they have with their core is navigating all these young guys. And you cannot sit there and just and, and lean on, you know, the championship experience anymore. They have a – this is a new challenge for a team like that. So then you have the question of with full health – Man, like Minnesota's defense is pretty dominant. I mean, they're they're way out ahead of the rest of the pack on that end of the floor. They're mediocre defensively, but Minnesota's tough. Oklahoma City has you know very little postseason experience with this group, but they're dynamic. Um, you know, the Clippers have got a bunch of future Hall of Famers, but they have never done it together on the playoff stage with James Harden being involved. So you know, I can go all the way down the line: New Orleans, Dallas. Um, the the Lakers are probably the only ones that, that can say, okay, we've been here a little bit, but they're wildly inconsistent. Mm. Uh, and that, I, to bring it back to the Suns, I mean, that's where um, I think you know every matchup they're going to face, it's it's really going to just come down to executing and and meeting the moment. Uh, there's not going to be kind of that pressure of of a, a team that's been there before, like there was in the old Warriors days. Now, like many people, Charles Barkley's tired of a lot of the hot take national shows constantly fix it, fixating on LeBron and the Lakers, playing to that gigantic audience. You know why they do it. But he also said that he doesn't think the Lakers or the Warriors are really a threat to anybody in the playoffs. Your thoughts on those teams that, like you said, there there's a lot of age, there's a lot of experience, there's a lot of wisdom, but, but how dangerous really are those teams Dan, I, I love the question I'm just going to be real with you here you're, you know uh, you're talking to a national guy who who has a column on a screen in front of him that's about a third written about LeBron so I guess I'm just going to lean into it no go ahead that's fine <laughs> it's all good <laughs> it's you know he's on the verge of 40,000 points yeah. that blows my mind uh, that he's you know obviously going to become the first guy to, to, to go past that barrier uh, but Chuck is not wrong about the hyper focus on LeBron and the Lakers. And it's a tricky thing to cover in the Warriors too. Um, and those are honestly two of, if you did a little study of my archive, I, I, I write about those two teams a lot. And, you know, the, the uh, justification, I guess, would be that even with the Lakers not being a real threat, which uh, they, you know, I don't think they are um, right now. They're, you know, they, I can't figure them out, but, you know, no, they're not on my short list. LeBron and what he's doing, and, you know, Dan, you covered the Michael Jordan era. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, you saw these guys, uh, you know, who he's in the discussion with for, for greatest of all time. And, and what I'm trying to write a little bit is that just compartmentalize that argument and, and just realize that this is insanity, what he's doing right now. I know, like last night, I know it was just the Wizards. They're a terrible team. But, you know, he had a sequence late in the fourth quarter that, you know, it was it was bucket, steal, bucket, assist, and they pull the game out. Well, he's almost 40 years old. This has never happened. So that is why there's a LeBron fixation. Uh, he's just making history every time he steps out there. And then the Warriors, like, until they're dead completely, and I'm talking about, like, Steph and Clay and Draymond either retiring or moving on somewhere else, um, that that drama and that kind of soap opera is going to be completed, and, and we're going to chronicle it. But in terms of being a threat, no, they're two very interesting teams that I think you'd be a little nervous to see in the first round if they have it going at that time. 
but they uh, they're they're not on the short list either. Very fair points, and yeah, even though I'm tired of the Lakers, Sam, I'll always read your stuff. So I look forward to reading that column. Appreciate it, buddy. You got it, man. Sam, thanks as always for coming on the show. We appreciate it. We'll talk again soon, hopefully.